You seem upset. Did you want to talk about it? Children are wonderful as they are. They don't need chemicals and surgery. No, they don't. Love! Love is love! The Bible says love! You know, people have double mastectomies and I they have breast cancer! Fuck you! You can't post any of it now. Why not? Because that's child porn. You lift you lifting up my shirt for my camera? You me lifting I just showed my tits. I'm 17 years old. And she has my tits on her camera. Oh no! Oh no! Transphobe has titties on her camera! Transphobe has titties on her camera! Did you have a double mask? No, bitch! What's a trans child? Uh, a trans child is someone who feels, uh, a boy who feels that they should have been born a girl, a girl that they should have been born a boy. How would a boy know that, think that he should be a girl? How would he, what does that mean to feel like he should have been born a girl? What does uh, he feel like? I wouldn't know because I'm born a boy and feel like a boy. Okay. But I think that... What does a boy feel like? I don't find this line of questioning helpful. My sign stolen. What the fuck is wrong with you people? I don't want kids to be sterilized. Do you? Sterilized? What the fuck does that mean? You got a bad mouth. You got a bad attitude. If kids take puberty... Both sides of you guys. If kids take... Let me just mediate for a second, okay? I'm here with Mr. Neutral. You got a camera on you? Yeah. For protection because you're a piece of shit? Because people want to attack you? Because I got good video. Because I got good video, too, for the internet. This is good video for the internet? Dude, you're an evil person. On our own free will. I'm using it to stand by the side of the road with a sign. Exactly. Trying to get people to protect their kids. Exactly. Because doctors, what you have to hear me on is doctors are lying to kids. And you know why? You know why? Because you think about it this way. You think doctors really give a fuck? They don't. This is what they give a fuck about. Yeah. Don't they get that pay? One trans kid's worth a million bucks in a lifetime. Them surgeries, you think about how much some surgeries cost. The ones who really that are getting really fucked out of it is one the kids because they're allowing it to happen, and two the parents because the parents are coming out of pocket just to pay for the surgery, and there's no cheap surgery, and each doctor you go to it just gets higher and higher and higher. Parents do wonder if uh, a child's gender identity is a phase. Sometimes it may be just a phase of development where they're exploring their gender identity and they're kind of getting a sense of who they are, but a lot of children do end up identifying as that gender into young adulthood and adulthood. The only real way we know for sure that they're going to continue in that gender identity is just to allow them to develop over time. And so that's what we recommend to parents is to give them the space. Even if parents are concerned that it's a phase, we never 
never want to tell the child that they shouldn't be expressing their gender identity or that they should be um, ashamed for the way that they're expressing their gender identity because that can be quite harmful. We just want to give the child a chance to develop and explore on their own. Talk to me. You can park and talk to me. Oh, sidewalk Steve. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm not really on the same frequency with transgender. I'm not on the frames, same frequency. I'm kind of like an old-fashioned conservative, you know, just to be honest with you. Well, for the people that believe in the medical transition of children, something that I just try to talk to them about is, when they did this in Europe, and this is the Dutch studies, what they did is they really carefully screened out the candidates to make sure that no one had serious autism or untreated anxiety or depression. So they were really selective because they took these changes seriously. And now in New Hampshire, it's a free-for-all. If you're really depressed or you have anxiety, they just say, oh, that must be the, the gender dysphoria kicking in. So those all go away when we, when we trans kids. Majority of teachers and no, no. My assumption is that thing I've heard I, my assumption today. is that parents are much more trustworthy and caring about their kids than than adults who I work for school system. I think even that as a blanket statement is, is that's inaccurate. A, that's 100% inaccurate. If that were the case, DCFS wouldn't exist. Sure. But DCYF, we have laws to protect from those things. Can get involved if you know a parent is not trustworthy. That is allowed Again, under this Again, so your bill. statement that that a parent is going to be more trustworthy than a stranger is 100 percent unless unless there's no unless you didn't put in the lesson. We're not, we're not there. assuming parents are evil. We're not assuming teachers are evil. We are creating a space where what the children need. They can. I need the fact to that you're operating on that assumption is the whole problem from start to finish. Well, the bill allows for DCYF to get involved to protect a child. That's certainly allowed. DCYF exists to get involved to protect children without the bill. Fertility, another huge topic, right? Because if you are giving um, something that shuts down your estrogen or shuts down testosterone entirely, you're going to stop either if you had already been kind of producing sperm or eggs, then... Um, you're gonna stop doing that. And if you never started, you're not gonna uh, kind of advance those, the, uh, the gonads to be able to do that. So um, so for my population, when we have um, say like a 12 or 13 year old testicle bearing person who hasn't really had too much puberty and we're talking about, okay, we're gonna put in a blocker and then you're gonna start an estrogen, guess what? you don't have any sperm and you're not going to get them unless we reverse everything. So that's a big deal. And that's something that you must have the conversation about.
Representative Henderson. Uh, thank you, Madam Chair. So in earlier testimony, we had heard that healthcare providers um, collect a ton of information and go through uh, go through counseling with the patients. And it seems to be, from what was portrayed to us, incredibly extensive. It's a best practice. Um, this is very well thought through. Can you, ex can you ex explain or, or are you willing to share your experience with that and if those claims are held true for you? Um, that appointment was about 15 minutes long with that WPATH certified therapist. She asked me questions like, do you like your period? Do you get along better with boys? And when I answered those questions, honestly, she looked me in my eyes and told me, you are a boy. And I remember my dad looking like he was in shock and my mother was crying. And um, they just asked them if they would rather have a dead daughter or a living son. And that's how those appointments go. Thank you. You want to talk to me about it? No, I don't. Do you know any transgender people? There aren't any transgender people. Oh, there's no transgender Children are getting sterilized for no good reason. There are transgender people. Do you know any? Okay, help me out. What's a transgender person? A transgender person is someone who was born in the wrong body. How do they know they're born in the wrong body? How can you be born in the wrong body? They know. That's why I'm asking you. Do you know any trans people? And I said there aren't any trans there people. There are. How, it's like you're you're saying that a whole class of people don't exist. There's a big class of people who think they're transgender. A lot of them have autism or mental illnesses. Oh, you think that everybody who's trans is mentally ill? I didn't say everyone, but a disproportionate of children. Goodbye. Thanks for talking to me. What? Thanks for talking with me. You make no. It makes no sense. You, and you know you're in a. You know that. You're in a minority of believing this nonsense. Yeah, it's not a good way to be popular. But, I mean, how can someone be born in the wrong body? It's like, do we have gendered souls? Does someone like have a girl soul and it goes in a boy's body? How can it? How is it possible for someone to be born in the wrong body? How do you, how can you say it's not possible if you're not that person? You what have a daughter that you want to stay as a woman, right? She doesn't have a choice. You can't change sex. Well, what if, I mean, you love her, right? What if she doesn't feel like a woman and she wants to be... What's a woman supposed to feel like? What? You said doesn't feel like a woman. What does a feel woman feel like? How does someone know whether she feels like a woman? Only she knows. You can't make that decision. And if you are a good father, then you would sit and you would listen to her and and understand her. But you know, God gave you this beautiful girl. But God says this little girl is going to make her own nest, and she's going to do what she wants. Will you let me get in a couple sentences? A good, loving parent protects kids from an ideology that tells them they're in the wrong body and leaves them maimed and sterilized, all because they don't fit gender stereotypes. Okay. These chemicals will cut your life short. They're not taking chemicals. Testosterone, estrogen, Lupron. Listen. 
what do you care as far as what will make her happy? If she or he wants to do things to make themselves happy, I feel that's the most important thing. I don't think it's wise to say don't. You can say, okay, well, this is bad for you. I think that's great if you think it's bad. I think that's a good father. But I don't think saying, no, you can't be that way, and you shouldn't be that way, it's not right, really is a good parent. Are parents ignorant adults? I'd like to know. Are you going to touch me? Just be sure that you like keep a little distance because she really likes to say, they touched me, they touched me. So well, if somebody touched me, I like to say they touched yeah, me. Well, they are you claiming that I, yeah. So do you think parents are ignorant? If you're a parent, then yeah. Okay, what if you're a parent? Are you I'm ignorant? So, so it's okay to, to malign parents no, because no, you're not a parent. Well, right there. Right where? What? What are you looking at? Thank you. What are you looking at? I'm looking at her sign, maligning parents. So you're blind. Okay. I'm not looking there. Like the strength they need to walk in. I'm not looking at it. Okay. Okay. Sort of like leading. Do you see my sign? Yes. Can you read? I love your friends, friends too. I love everyone. Don't act like this thing happened. Yes, I do. What did I do? What did I do that's not loving? I'm listening. Excuse me. Did you get one from No, I haven't got anything. I don't take paper before the bathroom. <laughs> What? Could I see one of your pamphlets so I know your perspective? Yeah. Thank you. Could I see one of yours, please? Just to read it? No. <laughs> Good afternoon. Good afternoon. I'm Stephen Scare of Nashua, New Hampshire. I have no special credentials. I'm just a dad. And I'm encouraging you to vote against this bill. Activists assert that treating gender dysphoric children with hormones and surgery is life-saving care. And they support this with the Trevor Project's claim that 45% of LGBT youth seriously consider suicide. But just a few months ago, Dr. Atakratu Kaltiala Finland's leading pediatric gender medical expert said, and I quote, it is not justified to tell parents of young people experiencing transgenderism that the, the young person is at risk of suicide without corrective treatment and that the danger can be countered with gendered reassignment treatment. It is purposeful dis disinformation and it is irresponsible to spread. She noted that four out of five children will outgrow their gender dysphoria. The Trevor Project statistics are from self-report surveys solicited on social media, not from outcomes. A review of data from over 15,000 patients from the UK's largest gender clinic, Tavistock, indicated a suicide rate of 0.03%. 
This is higher than the average suicide rate, but not surprising, given that most of these kids have uh, comorbid mental health disorders. So why do we keep hearing these figures? Because it works. The suicide myth has been effectively deployed to blackmail parents and legislators, and it's the only reason that can justify permanently harming children. I also want to note regarding the reversibility of puberty blockers that Marcy Bowers, the president of WPATH, said, has said, and on video, children who start these at the beginning of the puberty will never be able to experience orgasm, a serious long-term side effect. So thank you. As Fassinger wrote, and maybe you've experienced this, a man with a conviction is hard to change. Tell him you disagree with him, and he turns away. Show him facts and figures, and he questions your sources. Apply logic, he fails to see your point. Suppose an individual believes something with his whole heart. Suppose further, he has a commitment to this belief, and that he has taken irrevocable actions because of it. Finally, suppose that he is presented with evidence, unequivocal and undeniable, that his belief is wrong. What will happen? The individual will frequently emerge, not only unshaken, but even more convinced of the truth of his beliefs than ever before. Indeed, he may even show a new fervor about convincing and converting other people to his view. And so here we are in Maine today, after England, Norway, Finland, and Sweden have dropped the gender model for minors, and Italy and France have issued stern warnings after each of these countries did systematic reviews of the research and found that it was harmful and entirely ineffective. We're here today after England shut down the world's largest pediatric gender clinic after finding out that children were being rushed through irreversible medical treatments without first treating the mental health conditions or considering autism. We're here today to discuss this bill after the scandal at Washington University, St. Louis, where children were being horribly abused with chemicals and surgery. Some states are disregarding this information, like Maine, and doubling down on medicine. I mean, what then what do you say to the fact that gender affirming care does reduce the suicide rate by like 70%? There isn't, it, that's all based on self-report surveys about well-being. It's not based on actual suicide rates. And even when you begin with a suicide rate, and it's usually, Trevor Project will give you rates in the, like 41% is the most recent one. I mean, or the World Health Organization. But I assume you don't entirely trust the World Health Organization. Well, I don't know how they've, they've done their research, if they've done it differently. The one I keep on here and quoted is the Trevor Project. Okay. I've also list, looked at the stats from the annual CDC Youth Risk Survey. Mm -hmm. and they, and this Trevor the, the Tre Trevor Project survey gives 41%. The way they get those statistics is they go online and they solicit them from people on LGBTQ websites. Do you know what Tavistock is? I don't. That's the world's largest gender clinic. It's closing this month, and they're breaking it up. 
but it was they looked at 15,000 kids. They could analyze all the data. And out of all those, four children committed suicide over 10 years. And it gives you a suicide rate of 0.03%, which is higher than the average. The CDC says the average suicide rate for youth is 0.014%. So it's about twice as high, but it's nowhere near these astronomical rates. Right, but getting that care, or I, I assume you don't like the word care. Or no, you know, that's what people call it, affirmative care, yeah. Getting and, that treatment, I'll say, does like objectively reduce that suicide rate down to the normal level. If you, if you, got, you can look it up if you've got a smartphone or, or whatnot. If you look at it, what it will be is more self-report surveys. Uh, again, a lot of them are solicited online. There isn't anything about actual outcomes. And that's why the, the people that have dropped, countries that have dropped the model are England, Norway, Sweden, and Finland. And the, the head researcher in Finland, their expert said that it's it's purpose. Do you think kids are born in the wrong body? Oh, I think it's quite possible. I mean, clearly, I, right? Do you, are you, do you believe that these people are just making a choice? That these people are just making a choice I think, to, to be to be women that they that they're not actually how do you when did you make a choice to be a man? You didn't have was to. There, I don't have was a, there a definite moment where you said, no, I'm definitely a man. Was there a definite moment for you or have you always known that you're a man? I don't have a choice. So you didn't have a choice. So you didn't actually make a choice. No one can make a choice. We can't change sex. So 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 what what do you think these people do you think they're making a choice or do you think that maybe they were born and that's what they are just like you didn't make a choice to be to be identify as a man right right i i don't have a choice but to be a man okay gender so, identities are just something that we've made up so in the last few all right years. so if i if i drug you right now i tranquilize you i bring you to my van and we all perform an operation on you and we, we give you a vagina, ovaries, the whole nine yards, boobs, whatever size, you can choose what size boobs you get, right? Suddenly, are you a woman at that point? We can't change sex. Okay, but so I'm, I'm telling you, if I chop off your penis, I give you a vagina, ovaries, every part, if I do all that to you, does that make you a woman? Of course not, you can't change sex, no one can. So, so because these people may have been born, say, with a penis, they're, they're, they're a man no matter what to you, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, so if I if I do the same thing to you, if I if I change all your body parts, because what you're identifying is that the body parts are what's important, right? The body well, parts. it's in your DNA. It's entirely so, you. So it's it's all it's all that. So if I change if I change that in you, what would that make you? I can't change sex. No one can change sex. But what is sex to you? What is it? Sex is whether we're designed to produce, reproduce by... Can designs. you want me to answer your question? Yeah, yeah, sorry, but I... I you, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, ready? I'll dissect it after, please. Our bodies are either made to produce with large gametes, eggs, or small gametes, sperm. And that's our sex, and it's true of us, and it's true of every other mammal. Okay. And so, so you, you mentioned the word designed, right? Do you, do you separate the mind and the, and the body at all? Do you believe that there's a spirit? That's problematic!